Well, hello, tired one. Are you feeling a bit frazzled and worn out? Welcome to the Sweet Sela Moments Podcast. We hope lessons from God's Word and encouragement from us will lead you to soul rest. The Sweet Sela Moments Podcast is brought to you by Word Radio and Sweet Sela Ministries. Welcome back, podcast friends, to the Sweet Sela Moments Podcast. We are so glad you are here for Episode 9, Be a Tree. Today we will be reading from Psalm chapter 1 and Isaiah chapter 61 and chatting about trees. Now here's Sharon to start off this fun discussion. Nicole, have you ever been told to be a tree before? I haven't, not yet. (laughs) Never mind. But this particular Psalm that we're going to look at and then later on in Isaiah basically um, shows the value that is uh, in being a tree. So we're going to talk about that today. And I love trees. And I especially (laughs) have loved trees recently since my father-in-law moved in with us. When he moved in, he spent hours on the back deck admiring trees. And whenever Mm -hmm. I'd go out to see him and say, how are you doing, Dad? He'd say, sit down, sit down, honey. Look at those trees. And so I would sit and look at trees. But as I did, I saw all kinds of special things that I'd never seen before. He was enamored with them because he'd really spent most of his life indoors. And now he had all the time in the world to watch trees grow. So I... You got to see them through fresh eyes. he did. He really did. And I did too. It was lovely. And of course, in New Hampshire, there's no shortage of trees. Do you have a favorite no, tree? Not at all. Ooh, any of the flowering ones in the spring, like the dogwoods and the uh, magnolia trees, I love them. They're so beautiful. Um, but I really like weeping willows. We had one in our yard as a kid, and I love watching like the branches sway in the wind. They're just so pretty. They are, and you can hide inside them and feel like you're in a weeping willow tent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love them all. I think the oak tree, though, is one of my very favorites because it's so permanent. They can live mm. up to 600 years. And wow. that's stunning to me. You know, you could go visit your grandparents when you were a little kid and see this big oak tree. And then you could come back 70 years later and your grandparents would not be there, but the tree would. And it would be there for your great-grandchildren. So trees are long-lasting. They're sturdy. They're homes to many animals and birds. They're a shelter. They give off oxygen. And trees stay put. They don't just run off, you know. Once a tree is planted, (laughs) it stays where it's planted. And that is actually going to be our theme song. So let's look at Psalm 1 and read a verse each. And uh, podcast listener, these are always our most favorite moments, not when we're talking, but when God's word is talking, as it were. Mm -hmm. So um, have a listen to Psalm 1 as we read. And Nicole, you can start with verse 1. All right. Psalm 1. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers. But whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law, day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. 
Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Just six short verses, but so much packed into them. And I want to go back and look at verse one for just a moment and kind of ponder a progression here. So listen to this. Blessed is the one who does not, first of all, walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers. So we're going to look at that. But first of all, blessed. What? That's not, it's just such a Bible word. When you read blessed, <laughs> when you read blessed, what do you think? <laughs> you don't often hear it in casual conversation, but. <laughs> no, this is true. Blessed, but not blessed. <laughs> blessed. I think like a future blessing, like you will be blessed kind of thing. Yeah, I think I do too. I know that the Good News translation years ago translated it as happy. Happy is the one, which is a a sweet little definition too, but I kind of see it as a a future blessing too, that if you do whatever about to tell you, this will bring goodness to you. This will bring happiness, but even more than happiness, sort of that shalom completeness Mm -hmm. kind of thought. Yeah. Yeah, so, So basically you're blessed if you don't do these things. If you don't walk in step with the wicked, if you don't stand in the way that sinners take or sit, in the company of mockers. So this progression, I was thinking, how, what, what, what would this look like in like reality for us? And I had this thought, first of all, you're just walking in step with the wicked. That might be watching a, a movie or a TV series where adultery is like the thing to do. You, you watch the mm-hmm. wife and the husband and he's awful and she's just browbeaten. I mean, Not that he's beating her. He's just grumpy. And um, (laughs) so all of a sudden, there's this law hero over there. And and the the TV series or the movie series, as you walk in this way, you're starting to root for this wife to be unfaithful. So so the first Mm. thing is just kind of walking in a a direction that is not godly. It's not what God would want. So then the next part, to stand, you're not walking anymore. You're standing still with it would be to start thinking about your own life and going, hey, I don't have a hero like that hero. My husband's a bit stodgy, you know, (laughs) perhaps I could do better. So then you're standing there and you're starting to take what you've seen on the screen that is pushing you towards wrong values and you're starting to incorporate them. And then you sit and you start to act on them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just, the progression is kind of scary. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? You got any thoughts on that? Yeah, hearing the walk, the walk and step, it just, it seems like you're matching like footstep to footstep with someone or walking beside them someplace. So like you said, that slow progression of, oh, okay, well, let's just see what this is about. And then kind of slowly getting deeper into sin that you probably weren't intending on doing. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Just walking with them. Then you're stopping. Yeah. And then you're there. You're sitting. So, you're committing yeah, to it. Yeah. yeah, you're committing to it. Exactly. So this is not good. And then the other no. thing that's interesting <laughs> is you're sitting in the company of mockers. What do you mm. think of when you think of that word mocker? <laughs> Honestly, I think of those two old Muppets in the Muppet <laughs> show that always sat in the balcony and heckled everybody. <laughs> you know what? That is perfect. Yes. They didn't take anything seriously. And they're, they're, no. they're sort of profession 
was laughing at people. Yes, and making fun of anything, okay. you know, sacred or not. They just made fun of everything. everything. Yeah. <laughs> and a mocker makes light of the sacred, basically, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when you've yeah. sat down in the company of mockers, you are no longer reverencing God. You're no longer saying, whoa, mm-hmm. what you say I should do. You're, you're kind of this cynical, cosmopolitan, lost soul, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, okay, this is what we shouldn't do. All right, then. Right. <laughs> we've established that. <laughs> avoid. Yes, avoid. So, all right, well, what, what should we do? Let me read um, verses two and three. Uh, mm-hmm. So, blessed is the one who doesn't do these things, but instead, whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates mm-hmm. on his law day and night. That person, here's our word, is like a tree planted mm-hmm. by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Man. Okay, so first of all, what does the tree person do? What does the good guy do? They're delighting in the law of the Lord, and they're thinking on it and meditating on his law day and night. Yeah, that's the first thing they do. They, they're the opposite of the mocker. The mocker yes. just, you know, sneers. And um, the person that loves the Lord wants to know what the, pers- the, the one they love wants them to do, right? You mm-hmm. know? It's almost like they're throwing themselves wholeheartedly into following God. So not just walking in step, but like, okay, I'm delighting. I'm meditating day and night. That's a lot of meditating. <laughs> it actually <laughs> is, yes. And, and you would associate that with someone you loved. That when you've yes. got, yep. you know, I, I'll tell you what, when when the love was fresh and new with Ray Gamble, I drove everybody <laughs> around me crazy because all I wanted to do was talk about him. And I can yes. remember my friend saying, this is enough. I don't want to talk about Ray Gamble. Right. <laughs> I'm like, why not? He's fascinating. He's fabulous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, so it's kind of that idea where I have a God who loves me, who made me, mm. who cares about me. I want to know how to please him. I want to know all about him. I love him. I can't get enough of him. Mm. It's that kind of thought. So just yeah. really sweet. So, that is. Yeah. And then they plant themselves. A tree is planted by streams of water. Of course, a tree can't plant itself. It just sort of is. However, <laughs> if we want to be trees, we have a little bit more freedom. Okay. We can plant yes. ourselves <laughs> in good places. And that means, you know, in a good church with friends that will help us glorify God uh, with the rhythm yes. of quiet time where we're, we're drinking that living water, all those sweet, sweet things. So, so mm. neat. And then it's, that is so yeah. Fun. What's the result of this? If, if you do that, if you do all this delighting and meditating and planting, what happens? Well, it says that will yield fruit well, oh, it yields its fruit in season and our leaves will not wither and whatever they do will prosper. So yield its fruit in season. So the fruit of the spirit, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that or maybe good works fruits because it's in season. I don't think fruit of the spirit would ever oh, that's... not be in season. Right. I, but, you, know, I was... <laughs> you want that year round. Yeah, but... <laughs> I, was just, I really med- I really meditated on that. <laughs> Yeah, oh, the the leaf is always green. It doesn't wither. So I'm thinking like rhododendron, mm-hmm. right? Because they right, still have right. their leaves in winter, but the rhododendron doesn't blossom all year round. So I, I right. I'm wondering if there's times when we're just 
you know, having those sila times where we're still and we're drinking mm-hmm. and we're growing into our little oak tree selves, but right. but maybe, you know, producing new converts and, and, you know, magnificent, I don't know, writings are not, it's not right. occurring, you know, <laughs> that, that some of the fruit that our giftings would do maybe are not always in season. Maybe there's just some still times. Oh, I actually, I like that. Cause there is such an ebb and flow in my own life of that closeness and richness with God. And then kind of sometimes we've talked about those dry periods too, where things are just really difficult. So I'm not always a blossoming, beautiful flowered tree. (laughs) There's definitely some times where it's more of a quieter kind of drinking in um, and getting ready for the next step. So that that does make sense to uh, put it in that light. I kind of enjoyed thinking about that. Yes, because at first you always think of the fruit of the spirit. And then I'm like, oh, wait, wait a second. So yeah, I think, I think it's almost reassuring. You know, we're going to stay in one place, whether we're bearing fruit at the moment or not. Our leaves are going to stay green. We're not going to wither up because we are by that stream of living water. We're drinking in God's word. And then as he chooses, he will use us in amazing, blossomy ways. And Mm. then sometimes we're pruned, like Jesus talks about in John 15. Yep. (laughs) It's not my favorite. (laughs) And then we're sort of back to just drinking the water again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Where'd all my leaves go? So it was kind of fun. Thought it was interesting. And and then the the last line, whatever they do prospers. That's interesting Mm -hmm. because we know that that doesn't mean uh, prosper in the sense of whatever they do, they will be wealthy, right? (laughs) Right, right. So, everything will be lovely and roses. All and- <laughs> the time, right. So what does prosper mean then? If it, if it isn't in the worldly sense, what does it mean that whatever they do prospers? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I, it kind of reminds me of, so my father-in-law has um, this beautiful little orchard of apple trees, and he works really hard to take care of them, and he prunes them, he sprays them for bugs, he picks them, he, he cultivates around them, and when they blossom or have a really good crop, we don't usually compliment the tree. We usually compliment him and say, hey, you did a really great job, you worked really hard, and we give him the glory for the prospering of the tree. So maybe whatever we do prospers. So even, I think it somehow goes back to giving God Giving God glory? Kind of like what we that. Do? I do, yes. Because yeah. in his big scheme of things, even if we have a season of quiet, even that, right. if we are drinking from him every day, we are prospering his kingdom because we're where we're supposed to be. So Right. Ooh. Yeah, so it doesn't always, we're not always the biggest, beautifulest tree with apples, but it always kind of points back to the farmer, the gardener who's caring for the trees. Yes. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. And <laughs> if we're by that stream of living water, we will prosper in terms of have good internal health because of that, whether yes, the good fruit roots. is there yeah. every second or not. So yeah, it's kind of right. It's so much fun to look at scripture. <laughs> it is. There's so much in there that sometimes you breeze over and go, wait a minute, how am I like a yes. tree? <laughs> <laughs> Never thought of that before. Um, so yeah. when a winds come to a well-planted tree, you know, what mm-hmm. happens to the tree? It's not going to go anywhere if its roots are good. Exactly. It's just going to stand there. And you can watch really wild winds sometimes and hope the tree stands. And most of the mm-hmm. time, especially those 600-year-old oaks, they have certainly yeah. endured some wind in 600 years. Yeah. And yet, because those roots are deep, 
because they've curled around each other and they've curled around rock and whatever else roots curl around. They are, right. <laughs> they are so firm underneath the ground that whatever happens on the surface doesn't yeah. affect their ability to stand. Mm. And oh my goodness, is not that what we want? To have our roots yes. dug so deep in knowing that the story ends well with us in heaven mm. with Jesus <laughs> and <Yes>. knowing <laughs> that he plans everything and that he will prosper through even the hardest times we can stand even when the immediate around us is unpleasant and tornado-like. Right. So neat. I love it. That is so neat. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to contrast this. We've, we've talked about what we shouldn't do and then what we should do in terms of behavior. Well, we're almost going back to those people that are scoffing when we talk about this next section, which is comparing a tree to chaff. So would you read verses four through six? Sure. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Hmm. So chaff. Doesn't sound very good. Oh, my word. What is chaff anyways? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I've never seen one piece of chaff. I always think of no. chaff, whatever it is, in sort of a clump, kind of floating down the highway or down the dusty field. Oh, so yeah. I picture it in a group. I don't know why, because I think chaff is like the part of the wheat that you don't eat. It's like the flyaway. Yeah, it's like the shell. Yeah, it's, it's like, like the, the thinner shell, shell yeah. part, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, they, they, it has no substance. And it has no ability to stay in one place if the wind blows to the west. The chaff and its little bundle of other chaffy friends blow to the <laughs> <Goes> west. west. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they fall in a puddle, they can't get out. They just sink to the bottom. So uh, chaff, yeah. chaff is sort of a mob mentality to me. And we are mm. all capable of being blown with the latest fad, the latest belief system, the latest trend. And even those of us that know the Lord, if we're not careful, can get on that chaff bandwagon and, um, and, and just roll in places we shouldn't be instead of staying rooted yeah. where truth is. So um, I just love. That's a good yeah. reminder. Oh, because <laughs> you think of the chaff as just like almost the, the worldly or the ungodly, but that, that applies to us as well. You know, just because we're believers doesn't mean that we're not prone to being caught up in the latest fad or whatnot. Exactly. And that's why our roots need to go deep so that we can, mm -hmm. we can say, whoa, 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 whoa. What they're telling me here is not in line with scripture. Right. And I need to stay rooted right here. I don't need to be blowing over there. So yes, no. <laughs> but for people that don't have their roots and their foundation in, in the belief that there is truth in the belief that God actually did make us, does know, the right way to live you, without yes. that you're you're just at you know you're you're at the whim of the wind wherever the wind blows right so right the mercy of culture whatever people decide is the new right you're just kind of stuck going along with it because you have nothing to anchor you firmly so exactly exactly there's no hope for yeah. that yeah. yeah it's a very big contrast oak tree chaff I mean, it really couldn't yeah. be greater. And yes, I think you're right. I think most of the time, chaff refers to the unrighteous. I just know that, that myself, 
even though I am planted, I can sway when the wind blows in directions. Mm -hmm. And then I have to wait a second. No, 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 no. What am I saying here? This is not what God would want. So, yeah. So I'm also interested where it says that the wicked won't stand in the judgment. So when they get to judgment, there's not going to be pride left. There's not going to be, you know, I did it my way and I'm proud of it. There'll be no standing. Oh, okay. That's what that, I looked at that and said, I wonder what that means. I know we'll all face judgment someday, but it says they will not stand in the judgment. But I think you're right. There'll be no arrogance or no like, well, this is what I've chosen and it's, it's my path. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be devastating. And I think mm. the psalmist wants us to hear that so that we go find those streams of water and get ourselves planted. This will not be right. fun. The way of the wicked right. leads to destruction. That's harsh. That's yeah. fierce. And if it's true, and you and I believe it is true, it's a clarion call. Don't be chaff. Right. Be a tree. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So how in the world does this relate to sweet Sela moments? Well, (laughs) it takes a long time for a tree to grow. When that little oak tree starts, Mm -hmm. it's not all that impressive. In fact, you might step on it in the woods, not even knowing you're stepping on a little oak tree. Right. (laughs) They're so little when they first sprout up. They're just (laughs) tiny. They just kind of blend in with the, you know, the undergrowth there. And and for us, when we first start following Christ, it's not like we're this towering mighty oak where animals come and shelter in us. We're this little right. sapling just starting out. But if, if we're planted on the word and if we're reading in the word and we're drinking in the word, we will grow. And that's mm-hmm. Sweet Salem Ministries is all about saying, spend time with God. Spend time with mm-hmm. God. Spend time with God. Don't stop. It may be a slow process to maturity. There may be hard things and people stepping on you along the way. But Mm -hmm. you will grow. You will become an oak if you stay following the way that God tells you to go. So absolutely, it's worth it. It is. It's a battle, but it's very worth it. (laughs) I have a couple of pictures in my house. Um, One is of an old man on one side of the fireplace and the other side is an old woman. And they're, they're bowed in prayer and they have a bowl of soup beside them and a Bible open and their hands are folded. And I look at them and I think, I want to grow up to be them, Lord. I want, Mm. I want to have my daily bread. And I want to be meeting with you. I want to finish well. I, I want to finish well like that. I don't Absolutely. want to be just a little chaff or a little spurt. Um, I want to finish well. And that, that brings to my mind that picture of staying put in the good times and the bad times, when there's drought, when there's heat, when there's wind, whatever there is, staying put right where I know living water is found, which is in God's word. So. Right. Okay, well, let's look at Isaiah 61 really quickly because, oh my goodness, we are just zipping through this. Um, So (laughs) if you want to read um, verses 1 and 2, I'll read verse 3 of Isaiah 61. Sure. Isaiah 61. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. 
to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. I love oh, I like that. that. Just so <laughs> and it, you know, oaks of righteousness. Yes. And a planting of the Lord brings me right back to your grandfather, doesn't it? Mm. That whole imagery yep. of him planting the apple tree. So nobody's like, yay, apple tree. They're like, whoa, gardener, right? right? And right. God plants us for a display of his splendor. Man, mm. it's just so beautiful to contemplate. So, And this whole passage is the one that Jesus quoted from when he was basically announcing himself as Messiah. The fact that oh, he wow. was called to come and, and comfort the morn and break chains and all this stuff from Isaiah. This is him. This is our God. And he's the one, if we will go to him, that will do this for us, that will give us the oil of joy instead mm -hmm. of mourning and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. These are the things our God gives us if we will trust him to plant us by him and if we'll stay near. And those are wonderful things to want. <laughs> Yes, yes, they are. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So our little quiet times that we talk about all the time, every time we have one, we're growing a little bigger. We're growing a little bit closer. Mm. Our leaves are not withering. <laughs> and then in season, as God chooses, he's going to use us in uh, mm. some pretty sweet ways with our giftings. And then maybe there'll be another season of quiet. Uh, and we can trust that too, as long as we stay planted where we're supposed to be planted. I think that's the key. So, yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Any last thoughts about trees? Oh, no, I like these verses though. That's really cool. I do too. I really do. Especially that last one, the oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord. It's just, it's such a purposeful thing. Like he plants us. It just all goes back to him. It does. It does. And we need yeah. him too. We can't do it by ourselves no we, really can. we can't <laughs> <laughs> and we sure don't have water on our own we've got to go to him for that living no. water so well let me pray yeah. for all of us you and me nicole and everybody listening let's pray about being a tree that'd be a fun thing mm. to think about this week <laughs> <laughs> a great it's a great imagery to think of you know <laughs> i will not be chaff lord help me be a tree so okay yeah. <laughs> oh father god i thank you i thank you that when we come to you, when we plant or let you plant us in the, uh, mm. the firm soil and foundation of the good news of Christ in the living water, in your word, you will help us grow. You will give us leaves that don't wither. And Lord, you'll be able to use us to bear fruit in your kingdom. What a joy. Father, help us to be trees. Help us not to wander here and there by every passing fad. Help us to stay rooted in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks, Sharon. Oh, that we could all be called Oaks of Righteousness. <laughs> Dear listener, we can only grow in Christ by taking the time to pause, read his word, and know God more. Thank you for joining us today. Remember to check out our show notes at sweetsela.org. 
and leave us a comment about today's episode. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. We would love it if you would uh, subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. You won't want to miss next week. We'll be doing a series on the book of Habakkuk, a minor prophet who got really frustrated because his world was falling apart and God did not seem to be helping. We've all had Habakkuk times, haven't we? Habakkuk also has those little pauses, our special word, the sila. So see you next week for episode 10, When It's Hard to Pray. We are so glad you stopped for a while with us. Sweet Sela Moments is a cooperative production of Word Radio and Sweet Sela Ministries. More information about this podcast, including show notes, can be found at sweetsela.org and at wordradio.net. Thank you for joining us.